Hello, everybody. My name is Ricky Grove, and you're listening to CompletelyMachinima.com for November 2022. And I'm here with my friends Tracy Harwood. Hello. And, and Damian Valentine. Hello. Unfortunately, Phil Rice couldn't make uh, make it because he's down in Florida, and that big old hurricane slapped him upside the head, and he has very limited internet connectivity. They're still working on that down there. So we miss you, Phil, um, and we hope you're back with us uh, next month. But I'd like to remind everybody that our news has moved to the blog post. Thank you, Tracy, for all of your efforts in uh, putting that together. It's a lot of work, and we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, we're looking at films now. Last week, we uh, did my choice. The, to this week, we're looking at Tracy's uh, film pick. What did you choose for us this time, Tracy? Yeah. Hi. Um, well, okay. So I've picked one called Metaverse Music Video, um, mm. which is actually a 360-degree VR um, film by JS Films. Um, now, I picked this because it's something a little different and intriguing. It's been shot in Unreal Engine, and it perfectly shows why and how 3D environments can work as a, a 360-degree video rather than a standard 2D render out. And of course, um, it's also intended as a VR experience, although I haven't actually put a headset on to have a look at it. I don't know what either of you guys have um, when, when we talk to you in a minute about it. Now, it's a rap music video, and it shows two separate performers. The rapper um, is played by Jay Selena, JS Films, and um, there's a dancer there as well, played by Jess Jordan. Now, both characters have been mo-capped uh, and mapped to meta-human characters. And the mapping's really good. The movement and the music sync up really well, including the facial animation on the singing character too. The scene plays out in a, in a wet city street in some kind of forested area. Um, and you can use your trackpad or headset to move the camera view and you can see either character and the edges of both characters um, uh, together. Um, although that's a little tricky um, because they are diametrically opposite each other in, in the environment. So you've got to continually keep moving the, the trackpad to, to, to watch them both. Um, I think one of the challenges with this is that you're never quite sure what you should be looking at or why. Uh, and I guess that's slightly less of a burden when you use a VR headset because you kind of, you know, you can move your head and sort of see what's going on. But that's um, a little distracting in other ways um, as well. Uh, uh, plus, your view is from one fixed point. And yes, you can zoom in and out, but you never move from that one position. So right, you're not right. really naturalistically immersed in the experience uh, as you would be in a virtual environment performance, for example which is really what I associate Metaverse with, to be honest. Um, uh, and, and I'm thinking here of um, Friedrich's um, uh, Triggered Person, was it 2184? In, right. our in, in our review that we did a couple of weeks back, um, which was, right. I guess, in the Metaverse, more of a Metaverse experience. And then, of course, there's that amazing cityscape, which I understand has some sort of Batman Easter egg in it. Uh, but I really couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if any of you did. I think... Um, if I'd have done more looking at the environment, though, it probably would have detracted even more from the focal experience. Um, but again, I, I think these are, are challenges um, with pretty much every virtual event-based experience that that um, we're likely to see in the so-called metaverse. Um, what's your take on it? 
I have a question for you, Tracy. Um, was this considered a demo or was it an actual creation of an artistic creation? Well, it's, it's clearly an artistic creation. It would have been, you know, Jay's quite good at doing tutorials and, and demos. So, yes, there would have been an element of that as well. But I, I see it as a standalone um, piece as well. Okay. okay. I think it's good enough for that. I liked it a lot. I thought it uh, uh, it showed um, that Unreal Engine is really the engine for machinima creators. Um, it, it, it looked fantastic. Uh, and you know, in the Unreal Engine, you can change the look easily. Um, it, it was effective. The map, the motion capture was just terrific. I think they used... Um, I didn't say what they used for the motion capture. Xsense, maybe. Probably Xsense. Yeah. yeah. In any event, it was just so effective. Uh, well, a couple of things uh, occurred to me. Obviously, the experience is meant to be uh, for um, uh, virtual reality, so you can move around. You know, it's that, as you pointed out, you're in that fixed position. You can't move forward or backwards, but you can look at either side, which sort of limits their ability to do. Uh, a 2D uh, uh, video. Um, it made the cut to, sh to each shot, medium shot, medium shot, medium shot over and over. You kept wanting them to move into the face for cut to the face for a second. Um, mm -hmm. I think that would have been more effective. And then my only other criticism to it, and by the way, I, these are niggling details. It was just terrific. Is that I oftentimes can't understand the lyrics it might have to do with my hearing as I'm getting and getting older, <laughs> but I would I, I, maybe I'm an old fogey or something. But subtitles I think would have been helpful because I want to know what the person is saying all the time. Um, I don't know. Did you guys have any problem understanding the lyrics at all? Um, I don't think so. I don't. I don't really remember that being a. I don't really uh, remember it being something that I thought spoiled it for me. Uh, I guess I wasn't really listening to the words, if I'm honest. I'd have to say that too. I, I was more focused on the visuals and looking around everything. Yeah. And I was aware that there was music playing, but I, was, yeah. I wasn't really I paying see. attention to it. Yeah, I see. Well, but I wanted to That's a really know... good point, though, because if you're only focusing on the visuals, yeah, I mean, it could be saying anything, couldn't it, really? Yeah. I wanted to know what they were talking about because mm. stop it. You know, I mean, they, it seemed like they were trying to make a point about something and I wanted to know what it was, but I only got fragments. I think that happens a lot in, in music videos. The music is so balanced in such a way that, or imbalanced that, that it, the, the rhythm and the instrumentation is emphasized more than the actual clarity of the, mm. of the song. And uh, so I think I would like to have seen subtitles or at least the ability to turn on subtitles. I mean, with AI now, you can grab it like that and do captions, bang, bang. So I would like to have seen that. But it, I want to point out, it did not spoil it for me. I enjoyed it very, very much. Uh, in fact, I watched it twice. I thought it was just so, so good, especially the uh, motions and the backgrounds made me wanted to peek around the edges of the thing to see more of what was a part of it. It's a really excellent choice. Um, just really an indicative of the kinds of things that we're going to see in the future, I think. Mm, absolutely. I um, 
I don't have a headset either to see it in uh, 3D. I think that if you did have um, a VR headset, that's probably a better way to watch it than just on the flat screen because you can just turn your head. But um, if you don't have one, you have your phone and it's gone transparent. <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, uh -huh. There you go. If you turn your phone around when you're playing the video, it acts like a VR headset, so you can... Oh, okay. Um, so if you hold the phone in front of you like this and you turn around, you get the same sort of experience of being able to look around um, as you're watching it, which is something I only just discovered. <laughs> so oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, so if you don't, if you're interested in seeing this film and you don't have the VR headset, try that approach. It should work on a tablet as well, like an iPad or whatever. Right. Um, I was intrigued by this idea of having a scene and being in the middle of it and looking around and the stuff happening. Mm -hmm. um, and this element of you don't know where to look. Well, if you're really there, in like there's a real thing happening around you, you would have that same dilemma to want to look at this character or to look at this person over here. Yeah. And you, you kind of got the same element there. Of course, if you were really there, you would be able to walk around to find an angle where you could watch of both course. of them. Of course. But, you know, it's interesting to see because I don't think we've ever, I don't think I've ever seen a 360 machine video like this before. So um, it really stood out and it's got me thinking, well, what else can be done like this? Could you have um, a scene, like a, a narrative scene, and you could be in the middle of it and you see the characters come along and have their conversation or whatever it is they're doing with each other and you could feel like you're actually part of it, even if you can't interact with them. That, that's some interesting possibilities there. So I like this film and um, I hope it inspires other creators to uh, experiment with this 360 format. Yeah, I think Phil would bring up at this point the notion that early machinima, um, before it turned into video, which was sort of a, a quite a quite a jump, and people were protesting about it. You could download the EXE file for the scene that was created and then actually go inside of the game and it had no limitations like the 360 video mm. because you could walk around come up close to the person do whatever you wanted so it actually had fewer limitations than 360 mm. and it might be an interesting time to return to some of that if it's possible i don't know whether it's technically possible now uh, to be able to do that. I, I honestly think when we talk about Web3, we will be going back to more of that uh, in a in a more accessible way than just being in a game. Honestly, when you have a look at the Snoop Dogg um, website and Web3 experience, um, that will be up uh, one, one week <laughs> this month. Um, that's got, you can see from that, that's got really, really interesting um, immersive possibilities. And it's just web. I think that's, yeah, that's really. I'll be looking amazing. forward to finding out more about that in the mm. future. I yeah. think there are some, I think there are some challenges for the future if you decide to use a EXA version of the game that you've created a scene in. One is, is that, Audiences are conditioned to be passive viewers of, of things. Now, more younger people might not have that same conditioning. And so we might be more willing to be able to explore 
the it's almost like an installation mm-hmm. you know you have these these events occurring and you go up and you can look at things you want to look at and get in close or pull back but i think people a large majority of people prefer to have that all done for them they want them the the filmmaker to make the shots and the edits and to tell them using those shots and you also limit some of your you're going to have to develop a new language um if you're going to use three 360 degree uh, storytelling that's different from the traditional uh film language that there, there's always been there's there's some talk about that already i went to some um siggraph uh, conferences in which they uh, the filmmakers were talking about the challenges of coming up with new language but so far that hasn't hit heavy even though the uh, prices for virtual headsets have plummeted i mean you can get one now for five five hundred ninety nine dollars uh and explore that but that's it's still game based but I'm really interested to see whether machinima filmmakers or animation filmmakers in general might embrace this challenge and and see what they come up with. Mm. Yeah, interesting one. Yeah, three sixty for for one thing, even though its limitations is ideal for concerts. For one thing, for example, if somebody's having a New Year's concert, they can put you on the stage next to the the band. So you can look out or right in the front row uh, to be able to look up or look to the side or look in the back, you know. Uh, Nightmare Puppeteer, my friend uh, M. Dot Strange's uh, creation, allows you to do 360 videos inside of it with some of the updates. So we'll put a link to that. But anyway, it was a really good pick. Uh, we're going to have another choice uh, coming soon uh, with Unreal Engine in this month's films and i urge you if you haven't tried unreal engine it's free um it's the learning curve is not steep it's sharp but not steep and the um uh, tutorials and the community are vast because it's becoming so but the important thing it's free it has all the tools that you would want for machinima including a marketplace you can import uh, free models it's just a terrific way to make films so uh, check that out if you haven't tried it before. Uh, any last comments that you guys like to make about the movie or or Unreal in general? Yeah, let us know where the Batman Easter egg is. Yes, <laughs> I didn't know that. that. I didn't know there was one, so I'm gonna have to go back and watch this. Look <laughs> very close to see if I can spot it. <laughs> All right, well that's it for uh, this week's choice. Really top top choice. You always make great choices, Tracy. Thank you, everyone, and hello to. Bill, if you have comments, talk at completelymachinima.com. Also, the show notes will be there as well. And with that, we'll close this week. And thank you very much, my friends. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>